and welcome to Lunar Magic Tea Time, where we discuss all things magical, mystical, metaphysical, and sometimes even a little mundane. I'm Kristen. And I'm Nancy. And this week, we are discussing herbal magic. Not that kind of herbal, right? People, <laughs> friends, sorry. I And if you do choose to indulge verbally that way, by all means do so, legally as best you can. This is in no way, and I'm putting this to kind of magic though. <laughs> I don't know, I know a lot of, I know a bunch of witches who are using weed in their magic right now. <laughs> and that is amazing, I mean. <laughs> so this, I'm gonna put this disclaimer up right now, right at the top of the show, in no way is this podcast giving you medical advice. In no way are we encouraging you to ingest anything that you haven't done your personal research on, gotten a doctor's recommendation for, or anything like that. And I'm being very strong about this because we are talking about herbs, we are talking about things that can be very poisonous. This is not a medical show. We are not giving any medical advice. We are not telling you to consume anything without doing your research first and making sure you know what you're consuming and what the potential results can be. Probably mixing too. Huh? Is there any issues yes. with mixing of certain herbs? And I say this with, um, I am an actual medicinal herbalist, so I say this very knowledgeably, mixing herbs can change the properties of the herbs and can change how they react with you, with your body. Herbs themselves can interfere with prescription medications and over-the-counter medications. For example, St. John's wort will make your birth control not work. So maybe don't use St. John's wort if you don't want to get pregnant. St. John's wort can also change how your skin reacts to sun and cause sunburn. So with every herb that we discuss at the end of the episode, just be very aware, there's going to be effects on your body. Mm-hmm. Even if you're not ingesting it, there can be effects on your body. So that warning out of the way, <laughs> um, I'm a very eclectic witch. I think any of the listeners here should, should have figured that out by now. I love all of the bells and whistles that go along with magic and witchcraft. And as a medicinal herbalist, I use herbs all the time in my magic. So there's going to be a lot of crossover because the way you use herbs can be very similar to the way we used crystals in the last episode. And when I talk herb, I'm talking general plant matter. So if it grew and is from the plant kingdom, it counts. Because we're going to talk about flowers And I know a lot of people, when they think herbs, they think what you're pulling out of that kitchen drawer when you cook. Rosemary and sage. (laughs) And rosemary and sage are very magically powerful herbs. So herbs like crystals are going to affect your space just by being in them. In part, if you're doing live herbs, if you're doing live plants, those live plants are cleaning your air constantly and doing beautiful things for your environment in a real scientific way. Herbs bring us a combination of elements and astrological bonuses, and we use them all the time. Even if you don't realize you're using herbs in magic, 
ask any kitchen witch what's the one herb they go to for general health and prosperity spells. And their answers are going to just open up, not your magical world, but your culinary world as well. One of the most amazing places to start with using herbs in, in your magic is herbal magic in your food. Nice. A little bit of wish magic, add some bay. And I think I've said my favorite wish spell is just to write what you want on a bay leaf and burn it. Yeah, we did that. I think it was um, one of the first spells I did with you. Uh, it's one of my favorite spells. I have a little jar of bay leaves that I purchased at the Dollar Tree, I think. Hmm. So affordable, accessible and affordable. And that little jar just sits on my altar and when I'm, I'm needing a little boost, boop, into the cauldron it goes. Nice. Want a little extra money? Add some celery seeds to a big pot of potato soup. Oh, yeah. Protection. How about some rosemary roasted potato? Rosemary is an amazing cleansing, protective herb. It's amazing. We've talked about my bear bread recipe. I tailor the bear bread with herbs and, and spices to the sabat that I'm making the bread for. We have Maybon coming up and I'm going to use rosemary and onions. That's next week. Oh my God. Yep. I'm not ready. Anyway, <laughs> which brings us into charged water. So we talked about charged waters in the crystal episode. I think a lot of us are familiar with the concept of flower essences. Go to the store and buy the box rescue remedy. Um, so basically it's the same process that we talked about in the crystal episode, but with herbs. Now, if I know for 100% certain that the herbs or flowers or plant matter that I'm sticking into my water, that I'm infusing into my water, if I know for sure they are not poisonous, I just put them right in the water. So mm -hmm. if I want <clears throat> rosemary essence water, I just put the rosemary in the water because I know rosemary isn't poisonous. Yeah. But if you're concerned about it, do the same process that we did in the crystals. Water in a clear glass pitcher that you set the herbs around on the exterior. Um, and I set out everything in the sun or the moon as needed. Again, choose cloth over the top. I make sure my herbs are clean. Strain and refrigerate. Dilute with brandy or other alcohol as desired to make the tincture. I like a 50-50 split. I drink the water when I need extra energy or oomph from that herb, add it to my bath. I've added it to my laundry. Oh, wow. Um, that was a real rough, rough week, the week I did that the one time and it worked real well. It was amazing. Um, mix it with your crystal waters that you've made to get just exactly the right balance, the right recipe. Basically, we're making potions here, ladies and gentlemen and others. We're making potions. I like to infuse vodka with herbs and I like to present that at my sabbat table or to oh. the ancestors. You can always make herbal teas, which is just tea made by pouring boiling water over the herbs. Okay. And just drink that like tea because it's tea. Hey, that brings us into incense. You can make your own. And it, I am ashamed 
of how long it took me to figure that one out. <laughs> That's I've, I've been a witch for a real long time. <laughs> and I figured out that I could make my own and I didn't need any fancy bells or whistles maybe four years ago. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm not kidding. I'm, I'm, sometimes I'm, I'm not as with it as people want to think. Um, I buy the little incense charcoals. You can get them at most grocery stores. Okay. Um, it's not like a briquette. It's a little charcoal that has a little divot in the middle. Most magical supply stores will have them, and I know you can buy them on the internet. And there are, a pack of 10 is usually under $4. Okay. You light it, it has to ignite. And so it will, it's much like priming charcoals. If you've ever barbecued, you light the charcoals and then you let them get hot before you start to cook. Okay. And that's kind of the idea with the little, the little incense charcoals. As you light it, it will do this beautiful, sparkly, shimmery fire thing through it. And then that's when it's ready to, when it glows red, it's ready to have put the herbs right on top. Now you're going to want to make sure that they don't put out a noxious smoke yeah. or that you're not burning incense around pets that may be sensitive to it. Like I don't burn my incense in the same room as my bunny. Yeah. Would you make like an herb bundle put on the top or do you use the mortar and grind it down? Do you have a, I make them, I just throw the plant matter onto the little disc. I grind it usually in my mortar and pestle so that it's smaller chunks. It's so funny just, you've talked about incense charcoals for a long time, but like I, when we were doing the research, so it was like, oh, okay, so that's just the incinerary makes it hot, and then you put the stuff on top. Like, I don't know why I was thinking they were something else. I, and I think, I think my, before I figured out how to do that, I think that that's what I was thinking too, is to make incense, like to make cone incense or to make stick yeah. incense, you do need some more bells and whistles, but just to make loose incense, you just need the mm -hmm. charcoals and fire safe place to burn yeah. them. Yeah. I, you can make your blends very specific. So I use evergreen and roses and rosemary all the time nice. because I can get those right from my yard. I use lavender and chamomile to go to, to, for sleep. You can make your own bundles that will look like a traditional sage bundle. Yeah. Um, you're gonna want to dry your herbs for that first. And to dry herbs, you just need twine. Okay. Herb and a cool dark plate. Oh, okay. Out, out of, you know, any, you don't want any, you don't want a lot of damp. Yeah. And you don't want light because light will basically cook them. Oh, okay. Oh. But all you need to do is to dry your herbs, you want it kind of loose so that there's lots of air movement between the leaves or mm -hmm. petals if they're flowers. And then you just tie up the stems and hang them someplace cool, dry, and dark. It varies how long it takes them to dry. When they're dry, all you need to do is un untie them and store them in mason jars, brown paper bags. The key is really to kind of store them out of the light. Okay. And away from temperature extremes. And they'll last a really, really long time. I have, I have dried rose petals that were picked from my mother's yard oh. six years ago that I am still using. 
in my incense bundles in my herbal stuff. So it, it lasts a good long time. That brings us into just plants. I use a live plant. So that's just, it's so easy to, to just protect your property by planting rosemary at the front gate. I like it on either side, even if it's just tiny little pots right there. Lavender from by the front doors is to bring peace and kindness. A bay tree will bring prosperity as will a lemon tree and joy and overall bright. I love my lemon tree. Oh. Yeah, it's nice. And bonus points for having any small space to grow your own herbs if you want to use them in your food and your magic. What's the uh, magical properties for rosemary? It's protective, um, is very, very cleansing. Rosemary, as a plant, aside from its magical properties, its medicinal properties, if you consume it, if you breathe in its scent, if you are around... It helps purify the air. Oh, okay. Oh, which right now. We actually need that right now, don't we? We are in Oregon, and uh, we are recording this uh, day, I don't even know, of the big, gigantic, horrible fires. Lion, I think. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> it's been better. We see rain clowns in the horizon, so. <sighs> so, I, am. Um, I was just going to say, I have lavender out in front of the garage and then down the pathway and then my little herb thing out the back but next year when I plant I'm going to think more putting some up front and some on the patio think more magical properties not just what I want yeah I'm very excited for what I may have the ability to do this spring all the magic that brings us into herbal pillows or spell pouches you want all that energy while you sleep? Stick together a little herbal pillow. All you need to do is stitch a square together, right? Mm -hmm. Stuff herbs in with the stuffing or leave it just herbs. It's up to you. If you're worried about kids being around it, I add stuffing so it's not pokey. Okay. But that's just a me thing. Yeah. And I just fill it full of whatever herbs I like. Um, for sleep, I really like catnip, chamomile. Everybody knows chamomile is great for sleep. Lavender. I'm not a huge fan of lavender for sleep because that's not how I use it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but think of the herbs you associate with sleep. Shove those in there or make a separate little um, pouch and just shove that in your pillowcase. You can buy through most grocery stores you can find tea bags you can fill yourself you can fill that and seal that close that up and stuff that in there instead of having to sew okay so years ago i had a visitor staying at my house who was maybe one of the nastiest people i've ever met i hate her <laughs> um, <laughs> while she was staying i was in danger she's that's how bad she was and so i made a pouch of chilies and peppers and other herbs that i traditionally use in my hot foot powder or my hexing powder or my general away from you powder and i flipped it under her bed and it was it was absolutely a get out you are not welcome here three days she was gone in the middle of the night she just up and left in the middle of the night i was thinking with spell pouches um and what I can remember is when we did the fertility spell pouch for my daughter. And it worked. It worked. I wonder if that would help. I have no problems falling asleep, but it's that waking up between two and three in the morning. 
it can it absolutely could help if you tailored it to your needs protection at the same time so the ghost will leave me alone yes stop waking me up at two or three in the morning i also told him if it was going to live here much longer it was going to have to start cleaning it does need to start cleaning <laughs> no one rides come for on. free like come on instead of just moving appliances i'm gonna i'm getting sidetracked go on <laughs> yeah i know no 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 you can also throw herbs into any poppets that you're making for any reason i use poppets for a lot of things yes good bad ugly I'm talking about that. Good. Uh, <laughs> we will be talking about what some people call the, let's call it the baneful side of magic, but but that's a different episode. So that brings us into herbal baths. Herbal baths. It's it's a bath. How can you go wrong? Um, <laughs> I love baths. I I love that. I I have a condition that makes my muscles very very angry, and baths are lifesavers. So I have a blend that I like to use of herbs and flowers that I, I actually put in um, a jelly bag so that it doesn't make my tub gross. Um, and I know you can get jelly bags at any grocery store that sells canning supplies. Oh, yeah. And it's just, it's just a, a cotton fabric that's already been stitched for you with the drawstring, but it's huge. And it's traditionally used to strain jelly. So you get that beautiful, clear, I use it to keep my bathtub reasonably clean when I take a bath full of rose petals, lavender, and cinnamon. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite ones for, to do for a herbal bath? Um, I really use a lot of rose petals. I use lavender because it's, for me, I have found it to be a very, very good muscle relaxer. Okay, um, that makes sense. I use Feverfew if I have a terrible headache or if my eye is bothering me. Mm. I have made baths for other people that for a friend once she was not sleeping at all. It was real bad. And I made a catnip bath. Oh, interesting. We're doing this and thinking about all the stuff. I'm like, okay, this is exactly why Kristen has so many jars. Why witches have to have so many jars because you can keep all the herbs and all the things on hand. So I like to, if, if I've done a big harvest of, say, rosemary and sage, because I tend to harvest them about the same time of year. Mm -hmm. I don't care if I'm not supposed to. It's when I do it, whatever. And my sage is just culinary sage. And so I dry them, process them after they're dried at about the same time. And so I find that I just make giant jars full of mixes so this mix is for this bath or yeah. this mix is for this tea or da da and then i have my jars of just individual herbs as well that you can mix at your own but part of the reason i have such a, a really high number of herbs is because i am a medicinal herbalist and that's i have a wider range of things i'm addressing as well yeah. yeah you don't even think about how you're really using magic today <laughs> but if you think of a hot bath epsom salt herbs candles maybe some crystals there you got it you just magical bath <laughs> magical bath throw those throw your throw your uh water in there too that brings us into candle dressing so I love candle magic very, very much. And I like to dress my candles in herbs. I do this typically with taper candles. I don't do it as much with like jar candles. I'll roll the candle in a little bit of olive oil. You don't need to use oil. You can use even just water to dampen it. Mm -hmm. um, 
but I, I just, I don't know. I always use olive oil. And then you roll the candle and the herbs. They can be crushed up. They can be large twiggy sticks. It doesn't matter. Um, dried does work a little better than fresh. Fresh ones don't want to burn as well. Yeah. And herbs can make the candle burn very, very, very differently. Um, they're going to, the fire is going to catch that plant matter and go, oh, this is actual. I'm like a burn. I like this. This is good food for fire. So I like to keep it um, a little simpler by grinding it up fine, more finely. Okay. Um, I actually have a fancy mortar and pestle just for magical grinding. I don't ever grind food I'm going to consume. I don't honestly at this point have any idea what's at the bottom in those crevices. <laughs> so one for yeah. food preparation and one for magic. But I also have two coffee grinders, one for food and food I'm going to consume and one for less not food things that I'm not going to consume. Great. <laughs> Um, and and that way I can grind up the herbs and spice. I can grind them really, really fine. Yeah. And add other things. Yeah. And then, yeah, throw in the crystals if you want. So I, I tend to have two sets of things like that, like yeah. two coffee grinders. I don't have two mortars and pestles, like just the two coffee grinders. Can you give us an example? If you were going to do a candle for protection, Okay. what would you put on that? I, I would start with a white candle. I would I would dress it in the oil. I would add, my base would be rosemary. And I think it would depend a little bit on what we're, what I'm protecting. If I'm protecting a person, I would probably add, I'm, I'm just trying to think what I've got like sitting right out on the altar because I was doing spells today. So rosemary, I would, if it's a person, person that I know, I would probably add a little clove because I like that because clove protects, but it also elevates oh, okay. and like lifts up. Um, and it's going to smell like Christmas when you burn that. Um, I would probably add an evergreen of some sort. Okay. So cedar or spruce or pine. I prefer pine. And if I felt like they needed a little extra everything to kind of boost the spell, I would add uh, my ground up dragon's blood or yeah, dragon blood resin. Okay. Which is also plant matter. What's your favorite herbs? My absolute hands down favorite favorite. Yes is rosemary yeah my second favorite is oak moss i've been using that a lot and i think my third favorite is probably dragon's blood just because it smells so yummy right what does it smell like is it easy to describe it's earthy and heavy it's vaguely frankincense like if you've ever smelled okay. frankincense yes. okay. uh but also somehow a little brighter to me hmm. interesting i don't know it just smells homey which is weird because my mother would never, you know, <laughs> do that. You know, me, I would have to say lavender, um, mm -hmm. bay leaves. Love the lemons, lemongrass, lemon balm, and ginger. Somehow, like the last mm -hmm. couple of years, ginger has just been both for my body and all mm -hmm. that. Um, and like I said, I don't even sure. 
I'm just going by kind of what my body reacts to. I have used bay leaves and lavender and magic. But I got to thinking, you know, as I go look back, I'm like, okay, have I done that? I thought, okay, woman, this is why you need a book of shadows. Because you would yes. have I done that? I've never done that. Oh, yeah, I have. Fall down though. We need this thing. And yeah, we need that thing. We, we, <laughs> right? Okay. So I, another one of my favorites is um, actually Comfrey. Oh, yeah. Um, Boy, Katie has a lot of that on her property. Oh, good, because I may be losing my giant Comfrey plant that has moved and I can't kill. But um, that's fine. Yeah, Whatever. yeah they're hard to get rid of get some comfrey it's fine i cannot not have comfrey um uh, one thing we didn't cover is um the best place to buy some of these okay if you're just starting out start with a basic list of sort of catch-all herbs yeah. like bay leaves lavender rosemary black pepper chilies are always nice ginger garlic all of those cloves celery like almost everything we've mentioned just so far you can go literally to your grocery store and buy in some format. I always, uh, the dollar store has them. You can grow most of these yourself. They're most of, you can't kill a rosemary. I swear to Bob. <laughs> <clears throat> so, you know, most of these you can grow yourself in small pots even. Um, I get a lot from the Asian market or the uh, Latino grocery store uh, downtown. Um, those are great places to look for affordable, sort of less traditional, and I'm putting that in air quotes because yes. define traditional anywhere but America. Get an assortment then you can find the grocery store. Yeah, you can get a really right, wide assortment. There are tons of places online, but my absolute favorite place to buy from online is Mountain Rose Herbs. Yes, you're here they, yeah, they're local to me, mm -hmm. but they are also dedicated to ethical sourcing. Their business model is one I can 100% get behind. So Mountain Reserves, this is not sponsored, um, is one place to get them. I know that there are loads of other places to get them online. I just don't have any off the top of my head because I would, that's the one I use. Yeah, it's local and <laughs> you know it. So when I was researching this episode, two things I found uh, worth exploring. How the herbs were tied to the elements and to the planets. I was like, okay. oh, I guess that all makes sense, but I hadn't thought about that. So we're going to go through the four. We're not going to do spirit today, but so earth. Earth is, you're going to be looking for the things that earth, that, you know, the element of earth does, which is going to be fertility, grounding, stability, growth, peace, money, business, employment you know the earthy things the things you think of when you think earth. what would be like your top three selections of those i would say patchouli and vervain because they're pretty easily accessible to the average consumer especially patchouli you can get patchouli incense anywhere yeah vervain is always there's always pots of it on sale at uh the garden place i go to so it's pretty easily accessible. Okay. Um, and oak moss, which is a lichen. Like I said, I've been using it for everything. I've been burning it. It smells wonderful. I've been throwing it in my pouches or on my candles. And what does oak moss of the ones that Earth promotes, which one does it do? I use it a lot for money spells. Okay. 
and for growth of things like businesses or projects, not people or ideas, but businesses or projects. That's what I use it for. And it's really good for luck. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense with money and business success and all that. Then we go to air. And again, it's going to represent the things that air represents. Communication, travel, intellect, inspiration, eloquence, divination, freedom, and wisdom. What would be some of your top ones for that? I'm looking over the list, and I have to say sage, obviously, um, which I use culinary sage as a substitute for white sage, and it works Mm -hmm. just fine. Um, I actually love almond so in fact, I was in here using cherry almond lotion right now. I use, I like almond as a magical component in pouches and baths. Mm-hmm. Oh, ground up nice and, mm, yes. Mm. Um, smell. And from this, I would have to say bergamot. bergamot. But I don't really use bergamot. I like the idea of it. I love lemongrass and peppermint. Mm. Peppermint. Probably, I mean, parsley to me, some of the whole lot fantasy, peppermint and lemongrass and that. And then we go to fire, probably one of Kristen's favorite. <laughs> I do like my fire. Uh, to promote passion, defense, ma- defensive magic, physical sprint, st- bleh, physical strength, magical power, courage, willpower, purification, just all of the things that fire means to you. And from, oh man, tobacco, but not dried tobacco. I actually have two tobacco plants out front and I use the flowers. Okay. Um, Dragon's blood is way up there. And honestly, like everything on this list, except for maybe um, asafoetida, I I use, (laughs) it's an acquired smell. It's a very strong smell. It's used a lot in uh, like Middle Eastern cooking and Indian cooking. Okay. And it's, it tastes great. It adds a very amazing component to food. But if you're not ready for the scent, yeah, it can be, a- and I don't like dill either. Like- I, not, not flavor wise, just magically. I just never, I never go to it. Yeah. Of these, I think, um, when I think of fire, for some reason, I think of cinnamon. The woods probably. I do love my citrus. Um, I think cinnamon and nutmeg would be my top ones of that list. Uh (laughs) And then water. Love, healing, what else? Compassion, peace, reconciliation, purification, friendship, relaxation, sleep, dreams, um, your psychic abilities, and mm, oh, cherry, big one for me. Cherry is a huge one for me. I love lemon balm. Yes. And comfrey. Um, I think vanilla, coconut, Mm. lemon balm. Do you love my lemon balm? Lemons are a little, like lily and orchard, those are a little strong. And cherry, yeah, that would be my water ones. But never spearmint. All right. Thank you for listening to Lunar Magic Tea Time this week. I hope that you were able to learn something new and fun. Uh, you can find us on the internet at www.lunarmagicteatime.com. Uh, you can email us at lunar at lunarmagicteatime.com. You can find us on YouTube at lunarmagicteatime.com. And I'm going to brag on myself for a second and tell you I learned how to close caption my videos. Nice. 
<laughs> you can. I know I'm so proud of myself. Um, you can buy merch at Teespring. You can like us at the on Facebook. You can listen to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, and Google Play. Be sure to leave a like and subscribe. And I think you can even find me on TikTok under Lunar Magic Tea Time. And have a magical day. Bye.